Get your fill of baseball news and beer reviews at foulballarea.com. Follow our blog for the latest news around the baseball world and read about some of our favorite ballpark beers. Tune into the podcast every Wednesday as we take a deep dive into the topics of the day. Stay connected by signing up for our mailing list or following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Foulball Area. Now, here's today's episode of the Foulball Area Podcast with Matthew Atkins and Trey Lyle. Welcome to the latest episode of the Foul Ball Area Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Atkins, joined as always by my co-host, Trey Lyle, and we are very excited for another edition of Baseball Talk coming at you as we are now under a week away from the start of the 2021 Major League Baseball season. Opening day is next Thursday. We are so close. If you can't tell, I'm very excited. I know Trey is very excited. Baseball is almost here. Major League Baseball, that is. Of course, we've had college baseball for a couple of weeks, but Major League Baseball is almost here. This past Wednesday, we sat down with Steve Sachs of MLB Network Radio, formerly of the Los Angeles Dodgers, a two-time World Series winner, 1982 National League Rookie of the Year. He gave us his thoughts on the 2021 National League season. Now we're going to give you our thoughts as Trey and I give you our predictions. We go over the odds, the projected standings, everything you need to know coming at you right here at Foul Ball Area. Trey, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Obviously, uh, we're recording this uh, close to around when I got my vaccine shot, so that's uh, pretty exciting. My first one, uh, if you can get vaccinated, get vaccinated. I highly recommend it. It wasn't that bad. Uh, excited to start turning the corner on this pandemic. Uh, still trying to be safe, still social distancing, wearing a mask, listening to all the rules that are out there. But uh, it, it, you're starting to see that light at the end of the tunnel is getting a lot bigger than it was a little while ago. And so I feel good. I'm excited. Sweet 16 weekend ahead in college basketball. Baseball's here. As a sports fan, I'm excited. Matt, I know you are too. You kind of touched on it. And we had a great interview to kind of get us ready. CSAC provided a lot of great information. Uh, I learned a lot from the interview and so I'm excited to uh, give a Vegas spin to uh, to the NL right now, and obviously we'll do the AL next week. Yeah, it should be a, a fun episode coming up. Trey's got all the odds, everything you need to know if you're into sports betting, which is recently legal in Virginia and multiple other states around the country. I've gotten into it a little bit. Uh, you talked about the NCAA basketball tournament going on this past weekend. I got into betting a little bit. I, I bet on some college basketball here and there. My bets so far in March Madness have not hit. Uh, I like to do the two-leg parlays because they're you know they pay off more than just betting on one game, but it's not as risky as you know all these crazy parlays that people have going on. But so far, neither of them hit. I think I took the over in the Gonzaga game and the Creighton Ohio game. And the Gonzaga game hit, the Creighton Ohio game did not. So that was unfortunate. But you've got all the sports betting information for baseball coming up here in a few minutes for all of our listeners everything they need to know if they are into it but before we get into that we're going to give our predictions on how the teams will finish the 2021 season in the national league on wednesday steve told us that he thinks it will be the braves the cardinals and the dodgers as the division winners the padres as one wild card team and then he said the mets as the next wild card team but that last spot is kind of up for grabs multiple teams could end up getting that spot. I've got to say, I agree with him on those first four teams. Braves, Cardinals, Dodgers are the clear-cut favorites to win their divisions, and personally, I don't see anyone knocking them off. And then the Padres are such a good team, too talented to miss the playoffs. They're going to be that first wild-card spot. That fifth spot, I'll give you my team in just a second. 
Let me hear your division winners, Trey. Yeah, and he went all favorites in terms of the boys out west at, uh, you know, the Dodgers minus 250 to win the NL West, the Braves at plus 130, and the Central, the Cardinals at plus 105. Basically, what those mean is, uh, for example, we use plus 105 here with the Cardinals. If you bet $100, you win $105, and then for the minus 250, you bet $250 to win $100. He went chalk there. I think uh, in the NL West, if I was a, a gambling man, basically if I wanted to play a, sh- a smart bet, I'd probably bet the Padres at plus 200 so, you know, get a little bit more value compared to the Dodgers. Might hedge with the Dodgers, but I will pick the Dodgers to win the NL West. Moving to the uh, East, a lot of noise around the Mets. I don't like them at all. I think an interesting value is the Nationals. They have a lot of good talent. They have Max Serger, you know, who can carry him. Juan Soto, one of the best players in baseball at plus 650. That's some good value right there. But I'll go, I'll go chalk there as well with the Braves. And as moving to the Central – you know, Cubs provide good value. I know they lost a lot, but I'm going to go with the Reds. I think the Reds are a team that are building, and I like their core a lot, and that they have good value. Um, I lean the Cardinals if I had to pick, but I'm going to go with the wild card there. I think you need to pick one outside the box, and I'm going with the Cincinnati Reds to win the NL Central. As for my two wild card teams, obviously you mentioned it, the Padres. They've made it. We'll touch on a, a little bit more of their odds, and I'll give you my second wild card team. As we go through – the over-unders of every team. So basically how that works is it's a number. We'll get to the Diamondbacks first because that's where we're going to start with is in the NL West. And they're the A, obviously, in Arizona. They're at 75 and a half. So basically in order, if you bet the over, they win 76 games, you win. So Matt, the for perspective, moving to Fangrass, the Fangrass have the Arizona Diamondbacks as a 73 and 89 team. Um, do you believe that they're going to be able to win that 70, 75 games? Obviously, you know, Madison Bumgarner uh, and, and a couple of nice players. Starling Marte uh, obviously highlights the Arizona Diamondbacks. So what do you got there? What did you say, 73? 75 and a half. 75. Fan, uh, fan uh, what's it? Fangrass has them at 73. All right, yeah, I'm I'm taking the under there. I don't think that the Diamondbacks are going to be able to win 75 games. I don't think that – they're a very good team. I mean, yeah, Madison Bumgarner is their ace, and he's a little older now. He's never really been that that great of a regular season pitcher. Obviously, he's a phenomenal postseason pitcher, one of the greatest pitchers in World Series history. But as far as the regular season goes, I don't think that he's, you know, real ace material. And they have Zach Gallen, and he's also a good pitching talent, but he was scratched from a game the other day with a sore forearm, so you don't know what's going on there injury-wise. So I'm just not too confident in the Diamondbacks this season, and I would take the under on that 75.5 wins. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm taking the under as well. I think that's a little big of a number for the Diamondbacks, especially in a division where are going to have to play the Padres and the Dodgers a lot, and that's a lot of you know, not winning games. And obviously, you know, they can beat up on the Rockies. And I, I would say the Giants are a little bit better than them. So I think the Giants will win their matchups and we'll get to the Giants in a moment as they actually have the same number at 75 and a half as the Diamondbacks. So obviously moving on to the best team, the defending, or actually before we move to the defending champs, the worst team in the division, Colorado, Colorado Rockies, 63 and a half. Obviously the whole of Nolan Arenado is a big one. Actually, uh, Fangrass projects them as the tie for the worst record in baseball at 66 wins right over there at 66 and 96 are the Colorado Rockies pirates as well. We'll get them in a moment. 
And I'm I'm taking I'm gonna take the under. I I think um I just don't this is not a good baseball team. And I know they're gonna play in a hitter's favor. They obviously have Trevor Story. And I think this is gonna be a team that's gonna get into the season. They're gonna start off not great. And I think Trevor Story is going to be possibly a player on the move at the trade deadline for a team that needs power and needs a shortstop. And it would not surprise me. If the Rockies were willing to trade Nolan Arenado, that shows to me they're willing to trade anyone on their team. And I could see a team get aggressive. And I, Like you, we talked about in the Steve Sachs interview, let's say Fernando Tatis injury leaguers, and you know for some reason the Padres go after Trevor Story. I could see that happening. Something on the lines of that. Maybe an AL team that needs some depth in their infield as well and a bat. Like a, uh, a raise, I wouldn't say the Rays are that aggressive, but I could see, obviously, Houston might do it depending on the Carlos Correa situation. Um, it, it will be interesting to see how, how it all works out. Yeah, I think Trevor Story is definitely a top trade candidate to watch the deadline this season. Like you said, the, the Rockies traded Nolan Arenado, who's arguably the best third baseman in Major League Baseball, one of the best players in all of baseball. So, yeah, they'd be willing to trade Trevor Story uh, come deadline time for the right price they i mean they're not going to pay him clearly so i think that he is a big name to watch i don't think the rockies are going to be very good at all which is really unfortunate because that's why nolan arenado signed that big contract there a couple of years ago because he thought that they were going to be a competitive team and now they've fallen off a cliff they had a couple of seasons where they made the playoffs they didn't advance they didn't do anything in the postseason now they've fallen off a cliff and they're nowhere close to the playoffs I think you nailed it. And so you're taking the under? Yeah, I'd take the under. All right. You agree with So far, we've agreed. This one we might not agree on. The Los Angeles Dodgers, the defending champs, both of our pick to win the NL West, uh, even though I really like San Diego's value at plus 200. This is interesting. So uh, it, most of these are minus 110 over under. How you do it? Dodgers, one and two and a half over minus 115. So under minus 105, so a little more value on the under. It seems like a lot of people are thinking the Dodgers will win over 103 baseball games, which is a lot. Fangrass has them as as the best team with only 98 wins. And obviously last season they were well over the mark to get over 100 wins at a 43 and 17 on their pace. So going to be interesting to see what the Dodgers do. Do you think they can – This I think this is talent-wise and, and shape up to be a 100-win ball club but do they do it or do they focus more on the postseason? This could be a case of a team, you know, managing their roster, winning well enough, but managing the roster to get it. And the pressure from the Padres might just keep them over the mark. It, they, it's definitely a delicate game. Cause I think if this was a team in a division that is not as, you know, with that second clear cut favorite, it, they might, I would take the under because I would be like, eh, they're, they're going to make the postseason and they, they don't care where they go. Similar to, uh, this is a basketball reference. The Cavs, they didn't care about seeding. They had LeBron James. So I'm leaning the over here, and um, I know I kind of stepped on you for a second there, um, but I'm leaning the over even uh, even though it provides a little less value. Yeah, I'm taking the over too. There's no way they don't win 103 games. Th- this team is so good. They could be one of the greatest baseball teams of all time when it's all said and done uh, You know, by the time the World Series is played in 2021. I think the Dodgers could be one of the greatest baseball teams of all time. The talent that they have, the way they played last year, they didn't really lose any pieces. They added the reigning Cy Young winner 
they're winning over 103 games guaranteed. I'm taking the over. Yeah, I agree. I mean, this is this is uh, this is definitely going to be interesting. I think if we uh, if they didn't have the Padres in their division, I might just hedge and take the under. But I think the pressure from the Padres all year will keep them at wanting to win and win the division instead of you know having a wild card game and and giving a one game you know one off. Moving to the San Diego Padres, obviously making a lot of moves this offseason to their lineup, and this is probably the most talked about team in all of baseball after the moves they made, the moves they did last season. 94 and a half. Fangrass has them slightly over at 95 and 67, um, tied with the Yankees for the second best record in baseball. I'm actually leaning the under here. I think they win 92, 93 games. I think they're well comfortable into the wild card. I just think the Dodgers, they play the Dodgers a lot. I think the Dodgers are built to beat them. And so I think because of that, it, it kind of holds them back a little bit. And I think the Fernando Tatis injury might hold them up. And so I see this as a, you know, I could see this as a 100-win ball club. But I just think um, come the season and who they have to play, this is maybe a, a 90. They're, they're going to hit like 90. 92-93, so I'm leaning uh, slightly to the under. What was what was it set at again? It was 94.5. I'd take the over in that. I, I think, like you said, they could be a 100-win team. I think, you know, upper 90s, 95, 96, 97 wins. I, I'm taking the over in San Diego. A team that I really like the value on the over because it's even, meaning whatever you put in, you put in 100, you win 100, and they're – under is minus 120, so bet a hundred, uh, bet 120 to get 100 is the San Francisco Giants, who we are thinking are a couple years away. 75.5 is the number, like the Diamondbacks. The Giants are projected at 76 wins, and so I'm taking the value, and I'm agreeing with Fangrass. I think this is a 76 to a 79-win ball club, maybe gets 280 wins, and uh, surprises a couple of teams, and so I will take the over for the San Francisco Giants. Well, this is really boring because we're just agreeing on everything, but I'd take the over on them also. I think they have a pretty talented team. They might not have it all put together. They might not really be able to compete, especially given the top two teams in their division in the Dodgers and the Padres, but I think they are a very talented team and they can be competitive, so I'm going to take the over there. I think they'll put together a respectable season, not make the postseason, but still be a solid team. Yeah, it, it's just, you know, I think this is one of those, you know, middle-of-the-road teams that is is still building that you don't expect to compete in the postseason. But, hey, come, you know, the all-star break is a couple games out of the wild card but just fades at the end. That's kind of what I see this Giants team being. Moving to the NL East, the Atlanta Braves, um, 91 and a half. So 92 would get you the over. I lean the over here, and uh, I will also uh, bet them to probably win the division as well at plus 130. Uh, what do you think about that? I think this is a, a 95 win ball club. Well, I mean, they're my favorite team, and I'm going to be a little biased, but they're also a very, very, very talented team. They've won in the 90s the past couple of seasons. I think they're like 97, 98 win team. Could even be 100 wins. I think that they've got all the pieces there. And, I mean, I, I predicted, I said they're my prediction to win the National League East, so obviously I would bet on them to win the East, and I would take the over with the Braves. Fangrass has them as an 89-win team, which is pretty well, interesting. Well, Fangrass doesn't know what they're talking about <laughs> and, and when has it comes the, to the Braves. The Mets actually having a better record, which we'll get to in a second. Uh, Miami Marlins, uh, a team that surprised a lot of people uh, last season, you know, even advancing into the postseason. 70-and-a-half is their number. 
Marlins currently projected at, you know, 73 wins. And I think people kind of saw who they were last season. But I'm still taking the over. And I don't think they're going to make the postseason again. But at 10 to 1 odds, basically, or plus 1,000, or or basically, so you bet 100, win 1,000. I'm going to take them to make the – I might put a little money down for them to make the postseason just because they could, you know, the, the bottom half that – the NL East is so deep. And, you know, you never know. And their value is really good for a team that made the playoffs last year. I know there's a lot more teams, but still. I'm going to take the under on them. I know they made the postseason last year, but it, it, and it's not to discount what they did. It was very impressive, especially given their COVID outbreak earlier in the season. But it was a strange season. It was only 60 games. You know, There were all the outbreaks, teams having to stop and start and stop and start every other week. It was just a really weird season, and there were expanded playoffs. So, yes, it was very... Very impressive for them to make the playoffs last year, but I don't think they're going to this year, and I'm going to take the under on them. Matt takes the under. Move into a team that I think is getting way too much hype. I think they're a solid baseball team, but I I, I am not sold on them yet. New York Mets, 90 and a half wins. That is a big, big number for me. I'm taking the under. I am a I-need-to-see-it kind of thing. Their offense has been awful, and if they have injuries in their pitching staff, which is the, the – reason why this team was you know somewhat good recently uh, i'm taking the under as well maybe they stay in the 80s but i don't see it at all and i'm also betting that they don't make the playoffs which actually is at plus 195 so give me that as well the mets not to make the playoffs you know the mets to me are kind of like the browns in the nfl and of course the browns did make the playoffs this past season but for so long we just heard about them heard that they were making moves they were bringing in players and nothing ever happened that's like the Mets for me because that they just there's always some kind of hype around them with Jacob deGrom and Noah Syndergaard and Pete Alonzo and all these great players they have and they just can't put together a playoff season and so yeah you're right I don't think they're going to make the playoffs this year I think that it's going to be close but I don't think they'll end up making it and what do you say 90 and a half was the over under Yes, it was. Yeah, I'm taking the under on that too because, like you said, I have to see it to believe it with the Mets because they're the Mets. That's the only explanation that you need. They are the Mets, and they they just never live up to the hype. Sorry, moving Nathan Lapree to- and Andrew Alex. Sorry about that, but it's true. Yeah, moving on to two more teams uh, in the that I think find really intriguing in all East, the Philadelphia Phillies. So uh, we, I asked Steve Sachs, it was a make or break year. I think it a little bit is. I think at least, you know, the alert is going to be start playing if the Phillies don't do anything this year. I don't really like their team. Uh, their bullpen is still really bad. Uh, but I think they did improve enough to be an 81 and 81 team that Fangraphs has them projected. And the number is at 80 and a half. So I will take the slide over on the Philadelphia Phillies, and but I will uh, not take them to make the playoffs at plus 280, which is a little value knowing the talent they have on their team. Yeah, if Fangraphs has that projection right around there, I think I would take the over on that also. I think that they have a, a good team with you know Bryce Harper and JT Ramuto. They've got a, a couple of talented players there, Reese Hoskins as well. I don't think they're going to quite put it all together this season. It might take another year or two, but I think that they could have a respectable year. That's uh, there we go. So you're taking, uh, are you taking the over? Yeah. Take the over on that you one. You take the over. Moving to 
The Washington Nationals, 84 and a half. I think this is a team that's going to be one or two games out of the wild card. I will take the over. I think 90 wins is what's going to make the second in a wild card spot this year. And I think they're going to be at 86, 87. I think they're slightly out. I might bet them to make the playoffs at plus one three. But I, uh, you know, I think when losing Davey Martinez at the, like the, the Juan Soto situation, the start of the year for the Nationals was just such in flux that they never got going. And I think they had a little bit of that last year mentality of, oh, we can just get it going. And they ran out of games. So I'm going to take the over at 84 and a half. I think this is an 85 to a, a 90 win ball club. And as for fan graphs, they have the national sitting at 83 wins. All right. So, so far, I think we've only disagreed on one, but I have to agree with you here again. Oh, two, we've disagreed on two, but I have to agree with you here again, because I think the nationals, as much as I hate to say it, they're a very good team. I mean, they're one year removed from winning the world series. And, again like i said last year was just such a strange year and it's not to discount anything that anyone accomplished but it goes both ways because you know you can say it's a strange strange year because the marlins made the playoffs but it's also a strange year because the nationals didn't make the playoffs i think in a normal year the nationals could have turned it around and made the postseason last year and i think they will turn it around this year i'm not saying they'll make the playoffs but i think they'll have a very good year and i would take the over on that that is, uh, I completely agree with you. Look at that. I th- it's just great minds think alike, Matthew. So that's uh, two divisions now, one to go, moving to our final and maybe the most competitive, at least in terms of the numbers, except for one team, the NL Central. Matt has the Cardinals, and I actually took the value with the Reds, thinking they could do it in, in a very competitive division. But we'll start out with uh, a Cubs team that's going to be rumors around it all season when it comes to one third baseman named Chris Bryant. And could he be traded or not be traded this entire season? I can see it happening now. 78.5 is their number. I really like their value to make the playoffs because I could see them sneaking into the wild card like Steve Sachs said. But I'm taking the under. I think they've just lost too much talent. It, it, it's such a low number for them, but I, I think this is a, you know, I, I just don't see it. I don't see 80 wins. I, wow. I just... I don't see 80 wins for the Cubs, wow. especially in a division that's going to beat itself up. So I'm going to take the under on a team that I like a lot. And, you know, I think I've had the Cubs in the World Series, you know, you know, before last season, like every year it felt like. So uh, I'm going to take the under on the Cubs. And maybe it's just a hedge to kind of what I've had so far in my Reds pick. All right. So right at the beginning of the show. I said I would give you my my second wildcard team, and then you went into the the betting and the odds before I could give you that wildcard team. So my my playoff teams, the division winners, Braves, Cardinals, Dodgers. First wildcard team is the Padres. Second wildcard team is the Cubs. I just don't see the Cubs not making the playoffs. They They still have that core group of players with Anthony Rizzo and with Chris Bryant and with Javier Baez. They still have those good players that they need to make it to the postseason. They brought Jake Arrieta back. They have some good pitchers besides Jake Arrieta. They have a good core still, and I think they will make the postseason as the second wildcard team. And 78.5 is what their win total is set at. I'm taking the over on that all day. Look at that. Over, we disagree there. Moving to the Cincinnati Reds, a team... I said would win the division. I like them a lot. Obviously, they lose Trevor Bauer, which kind of makes me a little nervous, but they have a, they have a good young core. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of feel a little bold 
Uh, Fangrass and, and to catch up has the Cubs sitting at 78-84 tied with the Reds. Actually, the Brewers have the best uh, projected record in the NL Central. The Cardinals even are are third in this group, uh, or just just above, excuse me, the Cubs and the Reds at 79-83. So obviously I have to take the over at 81.5. I think this is going to be a 90-plus win ball club. Uh, I like the Reds. And then plus they will make the playoffs, yes, at 190. So give me the Cincinnati Reds. I like your pick of the Reds to win the Central because it's so bold, and I don't see it happening at all. But you got to go bold sometimes. You got to. And go it's bold. a division that's so close. Like this is such a this is this is the closest division I think in baseball. But and I, I just think- don't see it happening at all. I mean, they lost Trevor Bauer. It's so hard to tell who was really good last year because they were just playing the same teams over and over and over. So I don't know if anyone from either Central Division was really that good, including the Reds, and they lost. Their best pitcher, I just don't know that they'll be able to have a successful season like they did last year. So you are taking the under. Yep. Moving to the Milwaukee Brewers, obviously having one of the best players in baseball, Kristen Yelich, helps. 83 and a half, and obviously to make this all work out, I have to take the under. Uh, I don't see this team making the playoffs, and so um, I will take the under. I think they're under 80 wins. That's a tough one because – Again, they have a lot of talent. Also, like you said, Christian Yelich. They have Devin Williams, who won Rookie of the Year last year. He's one of the best relievers in Major League Baseball. But I don't think they'll. I don't think they'll get it all. I don't think they'll put it all together on the field this year. And I think, uh, yeah, I'll take the under on them also. Moving on to the Pittsburgh Pirates, I think this is the worst that uh, they have odds. Fifty-eight and a half. Fangraphs has them as the worst team at sixty-six and ninety-six. They'll get to 60, right? Like, you that's the think. question. You Do you think, think they get to 60? Like, 58 and a half is such a low number that you have to take the over. Yeah. yeah. They get to I, 60. Like, I'll, 60. Yeah. I'd take the over on that. Man, that's... We're agreeing way too much. But, but that's just sad if they don't even reach 59 wins. Moving on. A team that's really... It's going to be really solid. 86 and a half for the St. Louis Cardinals, the favorites to win the NL Central. Matt, you obviously picked them to win. Do you think they get to 87? I do. I think, yeah, I picked them to win the National League Central this year. They are such a, a complete team. And with the addition of Nolan Arenado, who, like we said earlier, best third baseman in the game, arguably one of the best overall players in Major League Baseball, he brings so much to this team that already made the postseason last year. Yeah, I see the Cardinals winning 87 games. They're winning the division. They're making a deep postseason run, too. Yeah, I'm taking the over as well. I think I'll put them as my second wildcard team if I was predicting it. If I'm betting, I might lean towards the Nationals in terms of just a value play. I think they're very close-built teams, and I would trust Scherzer as the best pitcher between them both. But I'll, I'll take the Cardinals' defense. Uh, obviously, you know, two of your foundational pieces are elder, older, and I, I'm, you know, in, in both positions that are very easy to get hurt at, pitcher and catcher. So we'll see what happens with them. But I'll lean the over. I could see them as a wildcard team and giving the Padres trouble in that, in that wildcard game. It would not surprise me. The experience of the Padres – or the experience of the Cardinals – Uh, beating a Padres team in a one-game winner-take-all. 
All right, Trey, I believe you have some uh, a player prop bet to wrap things up on today's show. I do. We've given you it all, and uh, we're going to do one each time. I think next week we're going to do either most strikeouts or most wins from pitchers, but we'll go to the bat, or maybe most RBIs, but we're going to go to the batters now. Most home runs. Uh, the favorite is Mike Trout and P. Alonzo at 11-1. to Ronald Cunha Jr. is right there at 12-1, Juan Soto 14-1, and so on and so forth. Uh, Matt, you are looking at the list right now. Who are you going to take, and uh, who do you think is going to hit the most home runs? Is it really any question? I'm taking my guy, Ronald Acuna Jr. He is projected. I've seen him projected 41 home runs. I've seen him projected as high as 43 home runs, leading the league, leading Pete Alonso, leading Mike Trout. Ronald Acuna Jr. going to lead the league in home runs this year. Book it. So just to put in perspective, Fangrass has Ronald Acuna Jr. as as the uh, projected to hit 43 home runs. I'm going to give two. I know this is a little biased. I think this, uh, Giancarlo Stan stays healthy at 16-1. to 1. That's a good odds to take with that guy's power. And, you know, he's down the list. But how can you not take Aaron Judge at 20-1, to 1, man? Like, those two are really good values for in a hitter's ballpark. If they stay healthy, that's why you can't take if, them. If they stay healthy is the key. Judge a little healthier than Stanton. You know what? Knock on wood. I'm going to take either of those guys to hit a home run, to lead the league in home runs. And there we go. Maybe we'll do MVP odds next week. Yeah, let's as, do uh, that. That sounds uh, like a fun time. As that. So uh, to, to recap, uh, we will, uh, we'll go over this at the end of the year and see how, how right and wrong we are. But Matt has – the Cardinals coming out of the NL Central, while I have the Cincinnati Reds out of the NL East. We both have the Atlanta Braves, and out of the NL West, we both have the Los Angeles Dodgers. I have the Padres as one of my wildcard teams. So does Matthew. Matthew's second wildcard team is the Cubs, while mine is the Cardinals. And, I th- and we're moving on to our final prediction, who will be representing the NL in the World Series. The Dodgers, the clear-cut favorite at at plus 180 matt who are you taking and why is it the los angeles dodgers yeah obviously it's the dodgers no one's no one's coming close to them they're just too good it's too it's like there's just no argument against the dodgers in 2021 i agree i think uh there's one team and one team only that barely barely can challenge them and it's not in the national league and we will talk about them next week here on the foul ball area podcast thank you for listening to both our podcasts this week as well we want to give a shout out make sure you follow us give us your opinions on the overs and unders who do you think is going to be the best in baseball in the national league love to hear from you as you get ready and what are your plans for opening day would love to hear about that or any stories you have from opening day follow us on twitter at trey lyle at mackins 21 at foul ball area on all social media platforms make sure you rate and subscribe Thank you so much for listening to the Foul Ball Area Podcast. Everyone have a great week, and thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening to the Foul Ball Area Podcast. Make sure to leave a review and a rating wherever you get your podcasts, and subscribe so you get new episodes as soon as they come out.